Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We'll combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Happy Mindful Monday, everyone, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. It is a beautiful, sunny morning on this beautiful Monday in New York. I literally woke up to the sun. We are here, ready to go. I apologize in advance for my party girl voice because your girl had quite a weekend that is going to be discussed in today's episode. So before we get into all of that, again, I just want to sincerely from the bottom of my heart, thank you to everyone who listens, my growth mindset gang. You guys literally keep me going. I woke up this morning and I was like, oh Lord, (laughs) like my, you can hear me. My brain and body are like no girlfriend sleep in, all the things. But then my soul was like, no, you got to get up by 8.30 so you can have your coffee, so you can journal. So by like 9 a.m., you can do your podcast for the people who are tuning in and looking forward to listening to you every Monday for the people you are helping. And I was like, all right, dang. (laughs) So I got up and here I am, Hot Mess Express, driver of the struggle bus. Here we go. Um, so, but I want to thank you guys so much. You are my motivation and it's a wonderful community that we have built together. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys for always, always listening. Um, like I said in the previous episode, um, I've reached over a thousand plays. So I cannot thank you guys enough starting this in January. I never thought it would come to (laughs) over a thousand plays. And I'm just like, speechless. And for me being speechless, that takes a lot, trust me. So I'm thinking of doing um, a thousand plays for the podcast, like a giveaway again. So stay tuned, check out my Instagram. I'm going to make a post about it, doing a giveaway. I might do like a self-care box again, or I may do like um, an Arbonne sample product giveaway. I'm still trying to think what I should do, but definitely keep in tune with my Instagram at the growth mindset gal. If you're not already following, that's where a post for the thousand plays giveaway is going to be. And thank you guys so much. Keep tagging me in your stories. Let me know what topics you want me to talk about. Let me know if you want to be a guest on the podcast. I'm open to everyone coming on and sharing their wonderful stories. I love having amazing conversations. Let me know. I'm up for anything. And if you think this podcast would help any of your friends and family, please share it with them because our community grows with not only me just posting things, (laughs) but you guys also sharing them. So I'd really appreciate the support. So If you haven't been already following me again, you know the drill. Instagram is at the Growth Mindset Gal. Twitter is at Mindset Gal. And TikTok is at Growth Mindset Gal. So before, again, we get into this healthy girl summer, 
episode about boundaries, setting goals for yourself, and making yourself happy. Um, I want to talk about Arbonne's nutrition products. These products, you guys, have literally helped me reach my fitness goal. Now, what Arbonne has, again, all their products are vegan, animal cruelty-free, all-natural ingredients. And Arbonne has a wonderful program called 30 Days to Healthy Living, which I do every month since March. And what 30 Days to Healthy Living is, it's a mixture of different products, nutrition products from Arbonne to help you regain your energy and your natural energy to just get things done. It's not a quick fix. It's more about learning healthy habits. So that way your body naturally feels more energized, more motivated, more you know nourished just to do things and get things done. And the 30 Days to Healthy Living comes with a vegan pea plant protein with 20 grams of protein. I have the vanilla and the coffee flavor. Chef's kiss. It's so good to put into my smoothies. It also comes with gut health fiber, which has 12 grams of fiber to help you get things going, if you know what I mean. Then it also comes with the Be Well um, Superfood Greens. It has 36 servings of fruits and vegetables, because I know sometimes throughout the day, it's kind of hard to get those servings in. It has that in there for you. I put all those ingredients in my smoothie. Then it has products that you don't have to put into a smoothie. You guys know, if you've been following me, my energy physics have literally saved my life with teaching. It's helped with my teacher burnout throughout the day. The energy physics has ginseng, guarana, and green tea for natural energy, natural caffeine, also with B vitamins. And it gives you a gradual sense of feeling focused, energized, and ready to go without the crash and jitters of coffee. I put that in my water bottle. I also put the gut health sticks. It is made with ginger, probiotics and prebiotics to help again with your regulation, to help you de-bloat. I always usually have it after lunch, right? And to regulate your system. It's very important to have a healthy gut. That's where a lot of your energy comes from. And when you feel very fatigued, sometimes it's not even sleep. You might get enough sleep, but your gut is unwell. So you need to have a healthy gut for all that energy. Put that in my water. The next thing I always put in my water is the Skin Elixir. It is vegan collagen, which is super amazing. And if you want to know what's in regular collagen, you can do that Google search yourself, okay? It is not, it's not good. Now, the Skin Elixir helps with healthy skin, hair, and nails from within, right? Skin care products are amazing, but they can only do so much. Hair care products are great, but they can only do so much. It's really important to put that nutrients into your body so that way then your skin and hair get it from within rather than just products. It has helped me with my hair feeling fuller and healthier, my skin feeling brighter, more just like radiant and ready to go. And also my nails have felt so much stronger. I get gel manicures, you guys. If you guys get gel manicures or even powder gel, you know that that can destroy your nails. But I always gotta have my nails done, that's just like my thing. And the Skin Elixir, it tastes like an acai bowl, has saved my nails. So those three products I just mentioned literally can go right in your water bottle. And I take them every day and they have totally helped with all different aspects of my energy and health. Then another product that's in there is the Clean Tox Tea. Now this tea is delicious, right? And it helps to detox like your kidneys and your liver, right? And now I know when you guys hear of like a detox, you think you just, 
<laughs> you drink something and then you just go straight to the bathroom. The 30 Days of Healthy Living and including the Clean Talks team, it's really not like that. It is more of a gradual cleaning out your systems and then revitalizing your energy. So if you're interested in any of those products, please let me know. They have literally helped me so much in my fitness journey, even in just my motivation and productivity journey, because I was really feeling it during teaching during a pandemic. And those products have saved me. So if you're interested in any of those products, please DM me and let me know. I can give you a 20 to 40% off discount on all Arbonne products. So if you need some, I'm your girl and I got you. All right, and we're moving on to our next portion. So first, I have a big major shout out to Low Key Happiness, at Low Key Happiness. Her content and posts, I literally like them all the time. She probably thinks I'm a stalker, but she is simply amazing. Her content is so interesting, knowledgeable, helpful. I read her posts. I always reshare them on my stories because they are so helpful and consistent that I want to put them on my stories to help others as well. So if you're not following at low key happiness, make sure you do it because when I see her posts, it literally brightens my day and I want it to brighten your day as well. So low key happiness, thank you for having such an amazing account. Keep rocking it. You are amazing. And next, you guys know, doing well daily quote. Again, I wrote in the doing well daily journal this morning. It is Monday to get my day started. And the doing well daily journal link for it and the Instagram is in my show notes. So if you're interested, it's about um, 40 bucks. Totally worth it. It's great also for a gift for people who love to journal as well. You guys know that it is very different. You do your gratitude, your words to live by. And then our girl, Sydney, who made the Doing Well Daily Journal, the best part of it for me is tracing the quotes in calligraphy. I think that is like literally the best part. It's so much fun. And those are the quotes that I always read from. So if you're interested in it, to take a look at it in the show notes. Also, the low-key happiness Instagram is also going to be in my show notes. So today's quote is, growing slow is still growing. Growing slow is still growing. Yes. I always love to tell people growth mindset wasn't built in a day. You don't just wake up one day and you're like, oh, I want to be happy and I want to learn from my mistakes and I want to be a lifelong learner. No, 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 no. Then people go, I want to start my own business. So I want to be successful within like the first month. No, no, no. Good things take time. Okay. And even if things are going slow, it doesn't mean you're not growing. And we constantly want instant gratification. We constantly want it. And I think that comes from the, the time that we're living in where we get instant gratification. Like if you post something on Instagram, people like it right away, right? If you're bored, instant gratification, you can literally just go on your phone, go on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and just scroll mindlessly for hours, which gives you a dopamine boost. Okay. I think technology has a lot of great aspects, but one of the things I think would happen from that, especially with my generation, Gen Z is like instant gratification. And no, things take time. Things take hard work, everything good. That means businesses, jobs, relationships, personal goals, fitness journeys, mindset journeys, 
You're not just going to wake up the next day and figure it out. It's going to take some time. But just because it's going slow doesn't mean it's going bad. Okay? My boyfriend, and I'm dubbing him the growth mindset guy. I don't think he'll ever come on here. But he's dubbed the growth mindset guy. My boyfriend, Nate, literally always says, I trust the process. That's what he keeps saying. Every day is a new day, he always says. There's always tomorrow. And then trust the process. And so calmly, so certain. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, trust the process. But it's true. Okay. Now, don't trust the process, meaning I'm just going to sit here and not do anything and just trust the process. No, no, no. He, like many others, goes in day in and day out, works his tail off, and knows that it's going to work out because he sees the vision. He knows the dream. He knows what he has to do. It's just not going to be tomorrow. Right? Trust the process. Okay. Like I always say, surrender to the universe. Do what you got to do. But everything that's out of your control, just trust the process. And it's okay that it's a slow journey. But that's the great part. Do you want it to go by fast? Right? It's a slow journey because you're learning a new skill, running a business, right? Running a podcast, doing a YouTube channel, right? Getting a promotion in your job, okay? making new relationships. You move somewhere new and you have to make new friends and all the things. Okay. Just because it's going slow doesn't mean it's not going well. Okay. Relax. Okay, guys, take a deep breath. Okay. And I'm telling you, I'm giving you the permission right now to trust the process. Okay. And I know it's not that simple. Some days are going to be very frustrating. But just remember, everything is going to be okay. You just keep going on your grind, doing what you need to do for whatever goals you have, and you will see results, okay? Consistency is key, but consistency also takes time, okay? People appreciate consistency. Routines and habits create consistency. But that takes some time to get into those habits, those routines, get that consistency going. But whatever goal you're working on right now, you're going to crush it. You're going to nail it. Just because it's going a little slow doesn't mean it's not successful. Okay? That's from the Growth Mindset Gal, Growth Mindset Guy with Nate. Trust the process. Okay, so let's get into the topic of the day. Healthy Girl Summer. Healthy girl summer. Now I've seen all over Instagram, TikTok is the hot girl summer. All for it. Do you. You got it, boo. But for me, I'm doing some healthy girl summer. The reason I'm doing some healthy girl summer, and I'll explain what that means in a second, is because this last school year, like, really took a toll on me in my physicality with fatigue, burnout, and also just my mentality and motivation and fulfillment and purpose wrecked, like wrecked. Okay. I left the school year and I was like, peace out, Cub Scout. I got tenure, which was great, but I was just like, so done with the school year. I was like, yeah, tenure. Okay. And just like, it's summer because it was just such an intense 
school year. And I know a lot of you out there that are teachers, also people who it's other careers that completely had to shift because of the pandemic, we're burnt out. And I think it's time to regain that flame, right? Because we had a flame and then it burnt out because of the stress, the anxiety that was going on for the past, you know, like year and a half at this point, right? So I wanted to make an episode about how are we going to regain the flame, right? We feel like we lost a part of ourselves throughout um, this pandemic. And I'm trying to make it my mission this summer to try and regain her because she gone. She's been gone. And I want to get her back because I miss her and she was great. And you probably feel the same way about your person <laughs> of you. So we are going to be talking about healthy girl summer, setting boundaries for ourselves, making goals for ourselves, and doing things that make us happy. That's the key to healthy girl summer is doing what makes you happy. That's that's the big thing here. And so what I did, and I, I told everyone, I was like, this summer, I am saying yes to things that bring me joy. I'm doing things that bring me joy. And that's it. That is it. Now, I have to take some classes for my plus 30 for teaching. That's an obligation. That, that is true. I have to do those. They're not fun. But I'm doing them. But that's like the only thing this summer that I'm doing out of obligation. Everything else, if it's not a heck yes, it's a heck no. And it has felt very refreshing. The reason for that is a lot of things during the school year I had to do that didn't make me happy. It went against my teaching morals. It um, made me not feel like a truthful teacher and all of the things. And I want to be my most authentic self. That's what makes me really happy. And I'm sure it makes you guys really happy when you're like your true authentic self. It's so freeing because when you're not your authentic self, it's so exhausting. And the school year, I was not my authentic self. So this summer I was like, I need to do something. I need to do things that make me happy to recharge my soul. So on one of the first days of summer, I sat down outside with my coffee, beautiful sunny morning. I'm a morning person. Like I love the mornings and just like, it's quiet. No one's bothering me yet. <laughs> you know, um, I can gather my thoughts for the day. I sat down and I wrote a list in my journal. You can do this too as a journal prompt. So if you want to take out a piece of paper, pen, I wrote down 10 things that make me happy. Not even just make me happy, make my soul happy. I wrote down 10 things that make my soul happy. So it took about 10 minutes. I really thought about it. And then I wanted to incorporate, I looked at that list and I was like, what activities can I do that bring out this list of happiness? What are the things I can do? What are the activities that I want to do this summer based on this list of 10 things that make my soul happy? And let me just, I can like, hold on, let me just go back. Please hold. Okay. Here's the list. Okay. 10 things that make me happy. I definitely wrote more than 10, but I'm going to look at just 10. So I said, you know, waking up to the sun, like little things that make you happy, right? Little things. Waking up to the sun is my favorite. I just love like 
no alarm and the sun wakes you up. Okay. Being on the beach, listening to a podcast while riding uh, my bike or I'm at the gym, creating my own podcasts, creating my blogs, journaling in the morning, working out in the morning, going to brunch with friends. Okay. And then let's see what else we got. Laughing with friends and family, right? And laughing till you cry, right? That's like, I literally, that's my favorite thing in the world is laughing with people that you love until you're in tears because you're crying so hard. And also too, just making other people laugh. I love that. I find so much joy in making people laugh. That's why (laughs) I am outrageous, okay? I have quite a wit, And I love making people happy and smiling and laughing and just like building up people's mood. That's just, it's just my thing. And I, I I remember when I took a theater class, someone told me I was, I could be like a, you know, like a stand-up comedian. And I was like, you know, maybe that could be a career path down the road. I mean, it's definitely a thing. Um, I also love sharing stories with people, right? Just talking to people, having really deep conversations, right? Not about like the, how's the weather? No, like me as a Gemini, I can literally talk to a shoe, but I love having like deep conversations. I love reading. I love alone time. I love teaching and guiding, right? Helping people, right? I also, I mean, just love like the little moments like with my boyfriend, like, right, those intimate moments and things like that. Just being with my family, right? All of those things make my soul happy. So make that list and make it like the small things. And it's crazy when I was writing this list, I like had the flashes of those moments in my mind. And it was a really beautiful moment to just be like, okay, you know, waking up to the sun. I like immediately imagine mornings of me just waking up to sunlight with no alarm, you know, listening to a podcast while riding uh, my bike. I envisioned that right away. I always listen to Earn Your Happy by Lori Harder. Amazing, amazing podcast. Her podcast is like one of the podcasts that I listened to. And I was like, wow, I want to do this too. Earn Your Happy, Lori Harder. Look her up. She's amazing. And, you know, like journaling in the morning, I had a flash of that, you know, making people laugh, flash of that. And afterwards, like when I, after I made this list of 10 things that make me happy, I felt like so much, but I was like, yes, like this is, this is what I envision my summer being. And this list is also going to help you create your boundaries. If you have to do an activity or an opportunity of an activity comes up that doesn't match this list that makes you happy. Eh leaving that behind. So let's let's move on to that. So make sure if you want to try that journal post, it really did help me of the 10 things that make your soul happy to kind of see that's where you can set your boundaries. Okay, if this doesn't match my list, I ain't doing it. So that's something you can definitely do. Also making goals for yourself. Okay, so you make that 10 list of things that make you happy. That's going to help you set your boundaries and set your goals. Okay, that's kind of the like the the trunk of the tree. And these are now the branches. So the next thing is making goals for yourself. You should be making a mental goal and physical goals. Okay, now fitness goals doesn't always mean losing weight and going on a crazy fad diet. None of that. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Fitness goal is creating healthy fitness habits for yourself. That doesn't necessarily have to relate to losing weight. Okay. And here's the thing. I am living that post 
collegiate athlete life. Okay. And I always worked out for my sports. That was the reason you're working out, right? And I, I played volleyball since like middle school all the way through college. And every time I worked out, it was for volleyball, right? For preseason. Oh, Lord. Pre-season. My, my collegiate athletes out there, any past athletes, like preseason known as Hell Week, like you got, you know, <laughs> those were rough. But that's why you worked out was to prepare yourself, prepare yourself during the season, postseason workouts, all the things to prepare for the next season. But then after, you know, you don't play sports anymore, then you're like, well, why do I work out? <laughs> right? Like now I need a new motivation. And I used to work out to like be skinny, right? Like you don't want to gain weight. Like a lot of post-athletes apparently gain weight because we don't work out as much, but we still eat as much. You know what I'm saying? And I just did, I then made it that literally made my workouts like miserable. Like I did it out of obligation, not because I was excited to do it. And so throughout the years, and then also fairly recently is I started working out for the feeling after. Okay. You guys know that post-workout like endorphins, dopamine release is something else. You know, like when you're stretching after a really good workout, oh, that literally is like the best. It's the best feeling. And I work out because it makes me feel good. I feel strong. I feel motivated. I feel really creative. I'm moving my body. So it helps my mind kind of, if my mind is stagnant, I like move my body right away. And it makes me feel powerful. It makes me feel like I'm taking care of my body. Like my body's thanking me after that workout. And that is my fitness goal is to work out because it makes me feel good. Right? If you have a fitness goal because you want to lose weight, to help with your health, totally go for it. That is all you. I'm working out because it makes me feel good. I generally like look forward to working out, whether it's an actual workout, like a HIIT workout, a strength workout, or it's me riding my bike, or it's me and my sister going on a hike, anything. And when I don't work out, it's not like I'm sad that I'm not working out, but I'm like, oh, like, you know, I can't work out today like because I'm doing things. But it's like, all right, I'll just work out tomorrow, rest day, whatever. But I generally like miss working out because I love it. I love the feeling. And it especially and I work out with my sister. We laugh. It's funny. Like, it's just a good time. Set fitness goals. So my fitness goal, right, is to work out because I feel happy. Okay, so make a fitness goal for yourself. Why do you work out? Why do you want to work out? What are the results that you want to see? Okay. Also, fitness goal for me is doing my 30 days to healthy living with Arbonne. So having a smoothie every morning when I can. Usually, though, at work, um, I can obviously have a smoothie. So I make like overnight oats. But if I'm home, I am making a smoothie with the pea plant protein, the fiber, the superfood greens, and then I usually have like almond milk, sunflower butter, and frozen fruit of any kind. And it just, I look forward to that smoothie also, right? So nutrition goes into your fitness goals, okay? And my fitness goals also too, and like nutrition and fitness kind of go hand in hand, is for me, and you think about this for yourself, is intuitively eating, So eating when I'm hungry and eating food that is good for my body. Now, if you're out, you know, life happens, right? And 
setting boundaries for yourself means it's okay to go out, have some good food, right? If you want, have a drink or whatever, whatever you want to do, and then get back on it, right? Setting boundaries for yourself. Now, you can also set a boundary for if you do go out, maybe try and have the healthiest option. If that's something you want to do, right? That is setting boundaries for yourself. And that's setting fitness and nutrition goals, right? With my 30 days to healthy living, I used to have two coffees a day, by the way. 10 out of 10 would not recommend, right? Especially with someone with anxiety. I started having those energy fist sticks. I was like, no more two coffees a day. I'm going to have a coffee in the morning and then have an energy fist stick, my gut health and my skin elixir at lunch right? That was a goal I was setting for myself to help with my nutrition. Okay. Having the clean tox tea, you know, at night while I'm working, you know, degrading or creating lesson plans, drinking that nice tea to like really settle out the day, right? That is setting boundaries for yourself, right? Setting healthy habit routines is creating those boundaries because everyone always talks about setting boundaries like towards other people, but I think it's also very important to set boundaries for yourself and creating healthy habits, right? To create a healthy and happy life. Then have mentality goals, right? Mindful goals. Now that you have your fitness goal and you're thinking about your fitness routines and um, nutrition routines as well, now we start, right? Because we're thinking about that, make whatever makes you happy list. Now we move to the mentality goal right? How are you going to work on your mindset? Okay. And start creating habits. Now my school actually did a really cool thing. Um, when we were talking about like social emotional learning and we made, I remember it was a circle, right? So if you want to get a piece of paper, you make a circle and you split it into four quadrants, right? So four boxes. And I believe it was, what makes you or what's going on with you mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Is spiritually a word? It might not be. I don't know. But yeah. Okay. And then in those quadrants, you say like the routines or whatever you do for like your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, your spiritual health, if you will. And then you also look at the quadrants of which quadrants are you really like in control of? Like which one is, is your physical, your mental health, your spiritual health, your emotional health is doing like really well right now. And then which of the quadrants are like absolute trash and you need to improve. Okay. And then you can kind of create based on those quadrants, what you need to focus on and help you create the routines. So let me just say it one more time. You draw a circle, you split it into four quadrants, you put mental health, emotional health, physical health, and spirituality. Spirituality also, you know, if you're spiritual, religious, that goes hand in hand, right? Your faith, if you will. And then you write down like how you're feeling about each of those quadrants. And then you write down habits you have. And then if you need to improve on any of those quadrants, you think to yourself, what types of habits and routines can I implement into the quadrants that are not doing so hot? Right? How can I improve those? You can do this by yourself. You can do this with your friends, with your family. We did it in a PD. So I was in like a Google meet with like a bunch of other teachers. We did the quadrants. We talked about it. And it was a really healing experience. 
So if you want to do that also as a general prompt to help you set goals and routines for yourself, highly recommend setting boundaries, creating routines. Now, with setting a mentality goal, right? What is your goal? My goal for my mentality is to always be in control of my mentality, right? And understand that I cannot control what happens to me, but I can control how I think about what happens to me, right? How I react to what happens to me. And it is a journey and you need to make sure that you create routines and habits, just like with fitness, create routines and habits that are going to keep you accountable and consistent with your mentality goals. So for example, I love journaling in the morning. I free write in my regular journal sometimes, or some days I do the doing well daily. Like I like to switch it up sometimes. And then I work out helps my mentality as well. I also love to read that helps me relax. I've been doing um, like five to 10 minute meditation sometimes after I work out on the Fit On app. Also for working out, I use that Fit On app. You guys, it's amazing. I've said it before, fantastic workouts and it's free. And it's really important. And I read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Amazing how to create habits because you don't want to have a habit where there's like no reward. It doesn't look pretty, right? When you create a habit or a routine, it's because it makes you feel good. If that habit and routine doesn't make you feel good, guess what? You're not going to keep up with it. You're not going to do it. That's just, that's life. That's the truth. I'm telling you right now, you know how many habits and routines I created and then I didn't follow through with them because the habits, I did not like them. Create habits, you need to understand yourself, right? And create habits that you know are going to work well for you. I know I'm a morning person. So a lot of my habits are in the morning. Like my productive and mentality habits happen in the morning because that's when I feel the most motivated and productive. You might be a night person, right? Night owl. And a lot of your goal setting or your productivity happens at night. That's fine. Make a great nighttime routine right? A before bed routine. Some people like to read before bed to help them relax. I like to read right when I get up, right? Create these mindset routines. Okay. Also for Mondays for me is when I have therapy five o'clock. Okay. It is time for therapy for me. Okay. And that's my routine. That's why also I want to do podcasts on mindful Mondays because Mondays were always mindful to me because that's when I have therapy. So what helps with your mentality goals, okay? Figure out what outlet works for you. If you like journaling and self-reflection, do it up. I like to free write. Sometimes I like prompts. There are so many journal prompts on the internet. You can even check out my Instagram. I have a couple of posts about journal prompts. Go for it. If you like talking to someone, right? If you want to go to therapy and talk to somebody, right? That's a routine, Okay. If instead, if you're feeling down and you know, like calling a friend or hanging out with your friends are going to help you, right? That's routine. Maybe your friends have like, you know, every other Friday you guys hang out, whether it's, you know, a FaceTime or actually together. Okay. And remember your fitness goals and your mentality goals, baby steps. Okay. Don't think you're, you know, going to, have a growth mindset by the end of the week. 
Okay. Make your habits and your routines realistic. That's also really important. If you think, okay, your habits, you need to know yourself and you're like, oh, well, I'm going to um, journal every single morning at 8 a.m. Are you though? Is that being realistic? Even for me, some mornings are really busy and I don't get a chance to journal, but maybe I'll journal like in the afternoon or maybe at night, right? But at least I'm journaling every day. So make it realistic. Maybe you can say, I'm going to try, I'm going to not even try, correct myself. You're going to journal every day. Don't set a time for it. Be realistic because sometimes life is crazy. Okay. With mentality also helps with self-care routines, right? So what makes you feel good? Like reading, doing a face mask, you know, watching your favorite show, right? Hanging out with friends, taking a bath, right? Doing a nice skincare routine or a hair care routine, right? Cleaning your room, okay? Listening to a podcast or listening to a really good playlist. Find the routines and habits that really work well for you, okay? So again, let's put a bow on this, is make your 10 things that make you happy. That's the branch of the tree, okay? Then make a fitness goal, like not even fitness goal, but can you can say like a wellness goal, right? Because like that's fitness and nutrition. Let's make a wellness goal. And then a mentality mindset goal, okay? And if you want to get it done by the end of the summer, if you want to get it done by the end of the year, right, the end of 2021, right, we're more than halfway through 2021, when do you want to achieve that goal? Or do you want to be more gradual and you just casually feel it? Make those goals. From those goals, create habits and routines. I highly recommend reading Atomic Habits. If you're like, how do I make a habit or how do I make a routine? Read Atomic Habits by James Clear. Amazing really amazing. Because some people, you can be internally motivated. That means you can just do things with your own motivation. But some people do need external motivation. So maybe it's an accountability partner. Maybe your friend is like, hey, did you journal today? Or you can have a workout partner like me and my sister. We work out with each other. We're each other's accountability with fitness. All right? If you need a friend or a family member to text you and be like, hey, did you make sure that you meditated today for five, at least five minutes? Make sure you find a time to do it. Did you make sure that you listened to your podcast today? Whatever that, whatever the routine or mindset mentality thing that it is, right? Did you make sure that you read your 10 pages today? Find an accountability partner if you need it, okay? Once you set those goals and those routines... Now you can also start setting your boundaries for yourself and others, okay? This is for my perfectionist people pleasers out there because we, for the perfectionists and people pleasers, especially if we're anxious, we were always praised for pleasing others, right? Being the good kid, always listening, right? Being praised for always being good or being helpful and all the things. And now we're adults and we think we need to say yes to everything because we don't want to say no because that might make people upset. And we've learned that that's not okay. 
to say no. And I've been learning that very recently is I need to learn to say no. And I've gotten better at it. But the thing is, I'm okay with saying no to like work things. I've set really good boundaries at work. I've learned how to set my boundaries as a teacher at work. But when it comes to like friends and family, that's where I've been struggling with the people pleasing and the saying yes to things. So I want to share with you guys. And I talked about this a little bit before is I love saying yes to hanging out with friends. Like I, that's, I just love hanging out with people that I love, you know? And I also have a little bit of FOMO, low key. Um, I don't want to miss out on anything. I want to be included. And I tend to overbook myself. I've did, I've done this now twice this summer. So I'm really working on it. And I want to say yes to things because I want to go have fun. I love doing things. I'm a Gemini. I need to be stimulated and like go doing things. And I think I talked about it in my uh, last podcast a couple of episodes ago that I said yes to going to North Carolina with my friends and my boyfriend because they were looking for an apartment down there. And Nate and I just like went along for the ride. And then within that same week after driving 10 to 12 hours to North Carolina from New York, driving back to New York, then my best friend Kim had her bachelorette party in Atlantic City, which is in New Jersey. So then driving to New Jersey from New York, then having a bachelorette weekend. Y'all know what happens at bachelorette. A lot of partying, right? And I was, it was so much fun. I will say it was fun because I'm like, oh, I'm 27. Like I'm young. I can do it. But man, I was so tired. I was exhausted and I know my body needs rest. Just as much as I want to have fun, I love rest. I love my alone time. I need to recharge the social battery. And also too, you know, when you go on trips, like you're not in your routine, that throws me off as well. And I need to start saying, sorry, I already have something planned. And this past weekend, I did overbook myself again. And my boyfriend, Nate, his friend, John, he had a birthday on Saturday, um, which was in the city. And it was so much fun. We went bowling and he had, we like, he rented out like three bowling lanes and it was unlimited, you know, um, drinks and um, food for like two and a half hours. So much fun. Highly recommend. I think it was called Chelsea Piers in New York City amazing. And then we went out afterwards and we were supposed to take, oh, like a 1.42 a.m. train because the next day was my best friend Lauren's bridal shower. So I, my best friend Lauren and Kim are getting married both in October. So I have a lot of wedding things going on. And, you know, life gets away from you and we missed the 1.42 train. So we took the 2.39 train, 2.39, and we got back at 4 a.m. <laughs> and Lauren's bridal shower was at 12. So, you know, it's not terrible. But I got the worst sleep. I felt like I've been hit by a train. <laughs> and I was so tired. Like in the morning, I actually cried because I was so tired. And I had then, you know, you have to go be social, right? Worst feeling. I was like, I, 
I was like, I should have went out last night. I'm so tired. I didn't get a lot of sleep. And now I have to go to a bridal shower. And, you know, the bridal showers are like four hours. And, you know, you have to be social and talk to people. And, <laughs> ow. And that's why I sound like this today. Um, and, again, both days were so much fun. So much fun. But now I'm exhausted. Now I'm exhausted. And I remember walking to that 239 train walking in New York City at two o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I'm not double booking myself. I like, shouted it to the universe. I was like, I'm done double booking myself. If I have something going on that weekend, like it's first come first serve with me. That's like the boundary that I'm setting. It is first come first serve. Whatever's planned first for that weekend, that's what I'm doing. And if something comes up for that same weekend, but I already something have I already have something planned, first come first serve. That is a boundary I'm setting for myself, because it's fun in the moment, right? And you you're young, but then like the aftermath is it's exhausting. And now today, I am very tired. Um, and I think it's important. And I, cause I wanted to do both cause I love to people please. And it's now I'm tired. Now I'm exhausted and it affects me mentally and physically for the next day to get back into my routines. And I know you guys feel that way too, that like, you know, you double book yourself cause you want to be with everyone, but then you know, always know afterwards, tell me I'm lying. Every time afterwards, you're like, I shouldn't have done that. I feel like poop. Okay. So my boundary, and for my people pleasers out there, this might help you. First come, first serve. If there's a weekend being planned, whatever event was planned first, okay, that's what you do. Now, what could be another boundary, okay? Sometimes, especially with, you know, people are getting married and engaged and planning things. If a more significant event comes up on a, the, the same weekend or same day as something less significant, sometimes yes, but always, I sometimes, always yes, the significant. Like someone's engagement party, bridal showers, baby showers, weddings, <laughs> right? Like big monumental steps in your friends and family's lives comes first. Okay, so if you had something planned for that weekend and then a significant thing comes up now in someone's life, take the significant. Now, if you have similar significances in the same weekend, first come, first serve. That's something I'm going to try because it's the second time this summer I double booked myself and I need to start saying no. I already have this going on this weekend that's the only thing that I am doing. Or I'm sorry we had this planned first, but this event is very significant to my best friend. I need to go here. Thank you for the invitation. This came up quick, but I need to be here for my friend. Okay? Setting those boundaries. So I also came up with some boundary setting go-to sentences. 
Because I know us people pleasers and perfectionists and FOMOs, we were like, how do I say no? Right? How do you say no? Because <laughs> we're so used to saying yes. And I've created some things, some set and starters here. And it has to do with, you know, doing things you don't want to do. That doesn't align with you, right? So you can say, sorry, I can't hang out. I need to recharge, right? Because then like you want to hang out with people, but like you need to recharge your social battery. You have to. Because I also want to be my best self for all of the experiences. And if I'm tired, I'm not my best self. So sometimes you can say, sorry, I can't hang out. I need a day. I need to recharge. Can we reschedule? I understand where you're coming from, but it doesn't apply to me. So if someone says something to you that you don't really like, it's a little judgy, you're not feeling it, instead of being nasty or whatever, or not saying anything, set the boundary and be like, I appreciate the insight, but it doesn't apply to me. Or I understand where you're coming from, but that doesn't apply to me. Or I understand where you're coming from. You're trying to protect me, but this is my decision. It's my life, right? Then you can also say, and this has happened a lot, where it's getting, it's getting a little gossipy, and especially it's getting gossipy and the person's not there to defend themselves, right? You know how that goes. You could say, this conversation is inappropriate, right? Close it down, right? If things are getting nasty, judgmental, you can say, we need to, do I'm done with this conversation. This is very inappropriate. The person's not even here to defend themselves. And what is the purpose of this conversation? Right? No name, don't be nasty. Just say this conversation is inappropriate. And if we don't, if we don't end this conversation, I'm going to get up and leave. You don't need to sit there and listen to the trash. Why stay there? And then you're holding yourself and then also your friends and family accountable. That's a huge thing with you. If you set boundaries for yourself, you also are impacting and holding other people accountable as well. You can also say, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I need some time to think. Sometimes when you're in a, an argument, a conversation, a lot of things are, I get overwhelmed very easily and I don't know like what to say. So I just like nod and, you know, you get into like that freeze mode and you can say, hey, listen, I'm feeling very overwhelmed right now. I need some time to think about it. Set that boundary. Okay. I've said this also before too. If like conversations are not being productive and you're just name calling back and forth, you're in an argument with someone, you say, listen, we're going to end this conversation. It is not productive right now. Let's give us some time to think and let's come back to this later. Because you know how, yeah, how arguments happen and then like you're both at some point just like going back and forth, back and forth, and but nothing's getting done, right? And then it just becomes name calling and you said this, but you said this and I don't know, you go back for nothing's being solved here. Just say, you know what? This conversation is no longer being productive. Let's stop it and let's come back to it. Then... You can say, I'm not in the mindset to make that decision. Can I get back to you? So if someone's talking to you, you're having a bad day, and someone wants an answer from you, you can say, hey, listen, I would love to help you, but I'm not in the mindset to make that decision right now. Can I get back to you? Or if someone calls you 
and they like they need advice but like you're having a bad day be like hey listen you know i love you i want to help you but i am not in the mindset right now to you know make the decision give the advice right now can i get back to you later set that boundary because you don't want to give advice when you're mad when you're having a bad day what is that going to do for you if an event comes up right that you really don't want to go to you could try and say that event doesn't align with who i am i do not want to go okay just say this event doesn't align with who i am thank you for the invitation but i do not want to go okay if it's an event that really really hits you the wrong way that doesn't align with me thank you for the invite i do not want to go okay you can then say also too i scheduled some alone time can we make it another time because there's days where I'm like, this is the day that I'm not doing anything. I don't want to talk to people. I need to recharge. I need to do my own things. I need to get some work done. And someone calls you and says, hey, do you want to go hear that and the other thing today? I'm free. And you can say, I would love to, but I really scheduled today for a lot of things that I need to do. Can we make it another time? Okay. Don't. Um sacrifice couldn't think of the word don't sacrifice your alone time because you're afraid that people are going to be like oh well she doesn't want to hang out do you want me to be a crank hanging out do you want me to be recharged so i can hang out and have fun that's when also you know your own boundaries you'd be like today is not the day to hang out with people no ma'am then you could say hey i have a 20 minute break to talk but then i have to get back to work right so if you're in like work mode right I also let people know, like I always let my boyfriend know that like, hey, I'm about to go into work mode right now. Like if I'm doing work at home, I'm going to be off the grid for a little bit, right? Set that boundary. Be like, hey, um, I'm going to be off the grid for a little bit. I'm doing some work. Um, I'll let you know when I'm free and I'll check in with you. Setting a boundary, right? Because my biggest thing, I get very angry and frustrated if I'm doing work and people want to talk to me. They call me, they come into my room. And I'm like, I'm working. And I'll, unfortunately, I mean, I'll even say I get very angry when people disturb me when I'm in my work because I'm so locked in. So I've learned to like, hey, I'm about to work for three hours, no disturbances. So I can just crank out the work. Okay. But you can say, hey, I have a break for 20 minutes. You want me to call you real quick, right? To check in like with friends, family, my boyfriend, like, you can say that to people because I know a lot of the times people call others and they need something, they need advice, da, 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 and then like you put down your work and then all of a sudden it's like a two-hour conversation of giving advice. Set that down and be like, hey, I'm really in work zone right now. I'm going to have a 20-minute break in an hour. Can I call you back in that hour and talk for 20 minutes? Right? That way you set the boundary, but then you're also helpful. Another one is... I'm going to head out. The social battery is running low, right? You know, when like you're at a social gathering party, whatever, and your battery is done. Me, hashtag me. I can, I love being social, but I can only be social for so long because when I'm social, I am like hundred percent in hundred percent laugh, having fun, you know, carrying on. Da, 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 da. That's a lot of energy. I'm 
when I'm social, it is a sprint, not a marathon for me. <laughs> so my social battery, like, just gets destroyed. I can only be at a party for so long, a social gathering for so long until I need to, to leave. And then, like, when you want to leave, though, you're like, how do I leave? Right? Like, how, what do I say? And I've done it where, like, I'm like, hey, listen, like, this was so much fun, but my social battery is very low. I'm going to head out. I had a great time. Thanks for inviting me. Da, 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 da. And leave, right? You're being honest, being like, listen, I'm tired, like, you know, whatever. My social battery's running low. I got to head home. I had a great time. Leave. Then you can do a little time slot thing. If someone's trying to call you or talk to you, but you're doing things, you could say, I'm available from this time to this time to hang or talk. Okay? Set it up. You have control of your day. Okay, so you can let people be like, hey, I'm working right now, but I'm free after 5 p.m. If you want to talk, if you want to hang out, I'm free after 5 p.m. You want to go out to dinner at like six, like, right? Like, let people know when you're available, when you're not available. You're setting boundaries for them, setting boundaries for yourself. Okay, especially to at work as well. If you're in like an office environment, you say, I answer emails between these two times. You set that boundary for yourself. You set boundaries for people that you work with. Be like, hey, listen, I'm going to be answering emails from 10 to 12. So if you got any questions for me or whatever that it is, that is when I'm going to answer them. I did that with my kids when teaching virtually. I was like, my office hours are from 2 to 2.30 or they're from like 7.40 in the morning to 8 a.m. Those were my office hours. So if you were learning from home that day, that is when I'm available to answer any emails or questions. That's when Ms. Romanella is available. If you need help, if you're working at home and you need help, my office hours are from 2 to 2.30 or they're from 7.40 to 8 a.m. Because then the rest of the day is the school day. So I'm either teaching, I'm grading, I'm lesson planning. I don't have the time to answer all your questions. So if you have questions, those are the times to reach me at. Okay, so if you're working, if you work from home, your job, or even just talking to friends on the phone or planning anything, be like, hey, I'm working from seven to two. So after two, I'm free as a bird, right? Or even if, you know, I'm working, you know, Monday through Friday, but the weekends I'm free. Setting boundaries and using those sentence starters, right? Sentence fragments and frames to help you set those boundaries. Because I know people pleasing people, we don't know how to say no. My go-to always has been, if like I'm caught on the spot, be like, can I get back to you on that? Give yourself time to think about it. Be like, hey, I love that idea. Can I get back to you on that? I got a lot on my mind. So can I like think about it for a second and get back to you? And they use, most people say, yeah, sure, just get back to me. That way you have time to like weigh the pros and cons of the event, <laughs> of the whatever is about to happen, the idea, the event, you have time, okay? The big thing too is, right, letting people know I need time or I don't have time or now I'm available and also shutting down conversations. So that big one saying this conversation is unproductive, we either need to change the conversation or I'm going to leave, 
why be surrounded by negative talk? You know what I mean? And if someone's really going on a rant that's very toxic, you'd be like, hey, look, I understand you're very frustrated, but this conversation is very inappropriate, right? Inappropriate, not productive. Those are the words you can use because when you, when someone's in like a rant like that, but then you're like, hey, no, like you're being you know, ridiculous right now. Da, da, da. They get very defensive and that becomes like an argument. If you just say, hey, listen, like I understand you're really frustrated right now, but this is not the way to let out your frustration. Or this conversation is really making me uncomfortable or it's inappropriate. If we don't change the topic, I'm going to have to excuse myself. Or if someone's really going off, this conversation, it's it's not right. It's not productive. We're not going anywhere with this. What's the, what's the end goal of this conversation? That's what another one I say too. What's the, what's the goal here? What is the end goal of this conversation? And I think making that list of the 10 things that make you happy to help you set your goals and routines is then going to help you set those boundaries. Helps you set those boundaries. And when you start setting boundaries... You feel less stressed. You feel less overwhelmed. Like I said it, walking home at 2 a.m., I'm never overbooking myself again. I'm not doing this. Because when we missed that 142 train, I was so stressed because I knew we had to take that 239. I knew we are going to get home at 4 a.m. And then I have a bridal shower at 12. (laughs) So now I know and I'm going to work on, do not double book yourself. If two things are going on on a weekend, you need to either be like, okay, what's the significance or which one came first? Because I'm exhausted. (laughs) It's so important for the healthy girl summer to do things that make you happy and setting your boundaries. Because when you say yes to everything, you're overwhelmed, you're overworked. If you're at work... Okay. Setting boundaries for yourself is very important. I remember my first year teaching, they were going around asking people who wants to do summer school. They asked me, they're like, Hey, do you want to do summer school? And I was like, listen, I just live too far. I live, my commute's an hour and a half on a train. I live too far. And I also work during the summer. I was working at a summer camp. Said no. I said, I live too far set that boundary. Okay. And even so with like grading work. Okay. I let my students know, I'm like, Hey, listen, just like you have a lot going on. So do I, and you're going to get these test grades back within two days. That's, that's the boundary. That way they know when they're getting their test grades back. I know when I need to grade them. Okay. You let people know your boundaries, just like with those office hours that if you need help, this is when Ms. Romanello is available. Same thing with friends. Hey, I'm out with my family right now, but I'm going to be home at like six. Can we talk then? Okay. Or if I'm, you know, if I'm with my boyfriend, I'm rarely on my phone when like both of us are together. We're both not on our phones. But if I see something that's like, you know, a thing, I'm like, hey, like I'm with Nate right now. Can I get back to you? 
right? Or if let's say my phone wasn't near me or whatever, I, I always say like, hey, I'm so sorry. I just wasn't near my phone. Like, you know, do you need anything? Da, da, da. Let people know your boundaries. Let people, you know, understand where you're coming from. I even like if people call me and I'm out, I'm like, hey, I'm out right now. Can I call you back? Like I've watched some people like if I'm hanging out with them, they'll answer a phone call and talk on the phone. I'm like, what? like when you're with someone, if you're with people and then someone calls you and then you talk to them, like if it's not like a huge emergency, right? Usually if someone says, sorry, that was a huge emergency. I got to go like, yes, but it's like so rude. Right. And that you, that's you not setting a boundary. So if someone calls me and I'm with people, like I'm with those people. And I'll be like, hey, I'm with my friends. Can I call you back? I'm, you know, I'll be home, you know, in an hour. Can I call you back? You need to make sure that you let people know how to work with you. Okay. People pleasing and perfectionists, they, there are no boundaries because they just want to please everyone, right? And here's the thing. People treat you to what you tolerate, okay? So if you have no boundaries, people have no boundaries with you. They take advantage of you, right? They're like, oh, Allie says yes to everything. She never says no. So they're going to always ask you to do things, okay? But if you set the boundary, people then understand how to treat you. Right. If I say, hey, I'm working right now, I got a 20 minute break in an hour, then I'm going to call you. They know, OK, I can't call Allie right now. She's going to be on a break in an hour for 20 minutes. That's the 20 minute slot. That's her availability. OK, you create your availability. All right. You can be a great friend a great employee, a great significant other, a great family member, and still have boundaries. And boundaries, I think, also helps other people because then they understand what you tolerate and how to treat you. You accept the treatment you think you deserve. Okay? And the reason you're feeling so overwhelmed and overworked and overstressed is you're not setting boundaries for yourself and towards others. Now's the time, healthy girl summer, to set those boundaries. It's going to feel really uncomfortable at first, I'll tell you. But the end result is so worth it. I say no to things I don't want to go to, okay? Even to the littlest tiny thing. My sister and my mom, they love shopping. Now, I enjoy shopping, but I only shop when I need things. And I remember I always used to just go with them because, like, I wanted to be with them. It's so my mom, my sister, like, girl time. But I hate, they take laps. Like, Christmas tree shop, Hobby Lobby, Home Goods taking laps. And I would be so bored and hungry. Like, all the things. And it's funny now. Like, if I go out with them shopping, I usually go out because, like, I need something. But they know they need to feed me at some point. That's also a boundary. <laughs> they need to feed me at some point. And, but I've said no to going to stores now. If I don't need anything. I say, no, I, I'm good. I don't need anything. You guys go. That's okay. I used to always say yes, but then it, it would just be overstressed for me. It's not like doing it. Okay. There's plenty of times my mom loves going out east on Long Island. So do I. But if there's like, if the place they want to go to, I have no interest in it. I say, you guys go. I'm, I'm going to, I got to do other things. You know, like, thanks for the invite. I don't know. It doesn't sound like something I want to do. You go. 
right? Nothing wrong with that. Why go to a place or an event and be miserable because you didn't say no? Then you're killing the vibe, right? Set the boundaries. Healthy girl summer, okay? You need to put yourself first to be better with others. That's the whole goal here, okay? You need to take care of yourself, set boundaries for yourself, so then you can be your best too when you're with other people in order to, you know, complete your service, whatever, you know, helping people, whatever you want to do. I'm done double booking myself. All right, done with it. Over that, something I'm going to work on. So the takeaway from this episode, okay? Healthy Girl Summer. The things that make you happy, write them down. It could be five, it could be 10, whatever it is. Make that list. What makes your soul happy? Think of small moments. Think of beautiful times that you were happy, like truly ecstatic and happy to be alive. What were you doing? Who were you with, right? From that list, make some fitness wellness goals. Make mindset goals. From those goals, make realistic routines and habits that you know you can do to sustain those goals. Okay? From creating those habits and routines, set your boundaries. Set them. Set your boundaries. Okay? And if people don't like your boundaries, they're not your people. My people pleasers out there, say it again. If they don't like your boundaries, they're not your people. That's the hard truth. Face the facts. I'm being honest with you because I want to help you. If they're offended by your boundaries, they will either get over it and accept your boundaries or they're not your people. You know how many people, my friends, have set boundaries and I'm like, dope, cool, got it. Totally understand. I've set boundaries and friends are like, dope, cool, okay, we're fine. Okay? When you set boundaries, people know how to treat you. When you don't set boundaries, people take advantage of you. And that's why you feel right now overworked, overstressed. You have so much going on because you didn't say no. It's not a heck yes. It's a heck no. If it doesn't align with you, don't do it. Okay? Do what makes you happy. I know sometimes with work, you're going to have to do things you don't want to do. I get it, but set work boundaries that you have control over, right? When you're doing certain work tasks, things like that, okay? You need to start taking control of the events that happen in your life, okay? If you know staying out till 3 a.m. is not your jam, don't go to activities that you know is going to stay out till 3 a.m. If you are a 12 a.m. max person, okay, or you can let people know, be like, hey, I'm going to probably leave around 12. Is that good? Right? So they know, okay, they're going to leave it at, you know, 12 like they said. They're not going to stay out as long as the other people, right? So if you have an event that you know what's going to go out late, let people know, hey, I'm probably going to leave around 12. 
or don't go. Because why be miserable? Okay? Those are the boundaries you need to think about. Healthy girl summer. Time to regain the flame. When you do things that are for you, when you set appropriate boundaries for yourself, she, he, they will come back. Your flame is going to come back. It might be a slow process, but it's going to. Because I know you're feeling so burnt out. You feel so lost. You don't know what's going on anymore. Healthy Girl Summer is a way to regain that flame and bring that person back. I love you guys. You're amazing. And it's time for you to be treated how you want to be treated and do things that make you happy. All right, my Growth Mindset gang, thank you so, so much for tuning into this episode. I hope you have a wonderful Mindful Monday crush this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to follow me on Spotify, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. I'm also on Podchaser to also leave a review, and you guys are amazing. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.